0: Hi, Parcasters, I'm Loie, your evidence expert.
1: And I'm Eleanor, the stubborn but wise skeptic. We're the hosts of the new
0: Spotify original from Parcast, Internet Urban Legends. Together, we're the gruesome twosome, taking you on a journey through the internet's biggest mysteries.
1: That's right. Every Tuesday, we wade through the weirdest stories on the web, covering all the clues, conspiracies, and conundrums to separate what's real from what's just real
0: freaky. We are so thrilled to be part of the ParCast family and even more thrilled to share an exclusive episode with you right now. If you enjoy it, be
1: sure to follow Internet Urban Legends free and exclusively on Spotify.
0: Imagine buying your dream home. You walk up to your new doorway only to find a letter waiting for you. Inside this letter, a person writes to welcome you and also threatens your entire family. This is the story of The Watcher, whose terrifying letters led to a family living in fear for their safety.
1: We'll dive into the terrifying details of The Watcher to find out if they're a real person or if this is potentially something paranormal. Don't forget your nightlight because this house of horrors is getting dark.
0: Welcome to Internet Urban Legends, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm your host, Loi, the evidence expert. I am your other host, Eleanor. I think I'm a
1: bit more of a skeptic, but I'm also so here for the idea of being terrified. I'm ready to be scared. I'm, I'm ready to deep dive into these stories in the hopes that either I might poke a couple holes or we might discover something that even I cannot disprove. So we'll see.
0: Together, we are the Gruesome Twosome, where we dive deep on internet urban legends every single week into the darkest corners of the internet.
1: We might find the answers we're looking for, or we might just scare ourselves into staying up all night. But one thing is for sure, You guys are gonna be staying up with us, and we're stoked to have you along for the ride. I'm really excited for this week. I don't know too much about it, but it sounds legitimately scary.
0: So today's topic, the Watcher house, has haunted New Jersey for years. Even before the Broadduses owned this house, the previous owner admitted to also receiving a threatening Letter, so you're going to see a very uh, interesting through line through all of the different owners of this place that they're all receiving some pretty creepy mail. I'm already and intrigued. It, the story of the Watcher House skyrocketed to popularity, online at least, after an article was published by Reeves Weideman in 2018 for The Cut. And that was when the Watcher story really rocked Reddit and internet sleuths went crazy with theories, searching for clues to find out who the Watcher was. I think there's some really interesting stuff in here and maybe we can form an opinion or two over uh, who the Watcher might be. Wouldn't it be cool if we just solved this case? Right now, I'm ready. I'm feeling so (laughs) confident, knowing
1: nothing about what we're about to get into. Yeah, I'm feeling great.
0: The Brattis family bought this house, which would be uh, eventually dubbed as the Watcher House, at 657 Boulevard in Westfield, New Jersey in 2014. And there was a letter addressed to the new owner. Dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. How did you end up here? Did 657 Boulevard call you too, with its force within? 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now. And as it approaches its 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s and my father watched in the 1960s. It is now my time. I see already that you have flooded 657 Boulevard with contractors so that you can destroy the house as it was supposed to be. Tisk tisk tisk. Bad move. You don't want to make 657 Boulevard unhappy. Who am I? There are hundreds and hundreds of cars that drive by 657 Boulevard each day. Maybe I am in one. Look at all the windows you can see from 657 Boulevard. Maybe I am in one. Look out any of the many windows in 657 Boulevard at all the people who stroll by each day. Maybe I am one. Welcome, my friends. Welcome. Let the party begin. Signed, The Watcher. They didn't just get in the one letter when they moved in after the renovations were done they kept getting additional letters with more and more threats. Okay, was this was this letter mailed to them? So there was no return address. Um, and it says in kind of the story that after they did the renovations, there was a letter for them addressed simply to the new owner. So I have to assume this was hand delivered. Okay, so somebody, assumingly somebody's
1: watching the house they see that the past owners have left or at the very least that the, the new family has come in. Okay, my first thought, this is very easy to fact check. He says his family's been associated with the Watcher house for a 100 years or whatever.
0: And yeah, he like says, 110 years.
1: Right, specifically that his grandpa watched over the house in the 20s. And that his grand or that his dad watched over the house in the 60s. So is he just saying that the family is not associated with the house that this is like a watcher legacy? <laughs> they just watch this residential home with no
0: benefit of their own. They just, yeah, watch it. There has to be some kind of through line. So maybe like check around on some last names of people who, lived there short-term or who worked there maybe. It's actually not the first time that they have sent a letter such as this. The previous owner actually claimed that she received a letter a few days before moving out but nothing else in her 23 years of living there. Now, the previous owners claimed that their letter that they received right before moving out was not threatening nor did it claim any ownership of the home like, Absolutely bizarre, and why not disclose what was said if it wasn't threatening? Okay, Just give us the letter. That's my
1: thing. How did How did the watcher know they were moving out a couple days before they were? Number one, how did he or she or they know to send this letter in the first place? And also, what did the letter say? Who were they even talking to? The previous owner said that they received a letter. Said to who? Who was asking? And why wouldn't they disclose what was in the letter if it was non-threatening? What did the letter say? It's
0: driving me nuts. See, <laughs> it's driving me nuts. I feel like, see, I'm in the I, I'm in the direction of like, okay, if you got this letter and there's nothing to be sus of, why won't you just show it? Just give it to us. I bet it was threatening. I bet if there was a letter. It was really freaking weird. Can you
1: imagine moving out of your house and wondering if somebody had been watching you the entire time you were in there, and you maybe just narrowly got out of dodge? That's my question. So where to assume? Where to assume that the watcher has existed, that there's a watcher legacy, right? A watcher um, genetic line. <laughs> they are just watching this house in Jersey, a New Jersey. <laughs> Watcher, I keep I need I need to mention that I keep thinking about Henry Cavill because The Witcher is so similar. I keep thinking of like a blonde Henry Cavill watching this house. But we're to assume that there's a legacy of Watchers that have watched this New Jersey home for a hundred years.
0: Okay. So I feel like we can kind of start to dive into possibilities of who the Watcher is. At least on my end, I'm sure that there is, in fact, a Watcher. Whether it is a stalker, a neighbor, a crazed relative, perhaps, or the Braddyses themselves. Somebody is surely penning these letters, right? Like, they're, they're getting made somehow.
1: That's true. This is, it, it's hard to argue that this is a real story. These are real happenings. The watcher's identity might be a mystery, but their existence is not.
0: With all of these letters coming in, as I said, the Braddyses did not actually want to move into the house, but they chose to rent the house and actually found someone to rent it who was unfazed by the watcher. Now, this renter identified himself as Chris and he lived with his three dogs. We never get the dogs' names and I think that's a shame. Oh, those could be clues. And if nothing else, they're probably good boys and or girls. Uh, Perhaps their names were like Watcher, Stalker. (laughs) Uh, Kill, kill, kill. (laughs) And perhaps there's a fourth one simply named Creeper. <laughs> <laughs> now, Chris claimed to be unfazed by the story of The Watcher because he never followed the news on The Watcher story. He claimed it wasn't his issue when interviewed by the New Jersey Advanced Media. And he really did not want any part of this. He just wanted to rent this house, and didn't want to be interviewed didn't ever say whether or not he received any letters he was just like i want no part in this but was also like clearly very secretive why not say no i haven't received any letters or yes i have received a letter but it doesn't bother me so you're sounding lowy, i hear it in your voice
1: you're sounding a little <laughs> bit suspicious you're sounding a little sus. i am so you think chris swindled the well originally the woods but then, every s- 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 next family into being so afraid that they could potentially rent this home because they're too afraid to live there themselves, so that he could swoop in there at like a slashed rate. That's Chris's just... big plan. It's, it's a possibility. <laughs> I'm not cutting you down. I'm I'm really not. I do think it's a possibility. I also think it's a lot of work, and I think yeah. the alternative is that potentially he just wanted to move into this house and didn't care about the media attention, didn't realize it would be so overwhelming and was like, I don't wanna talk about this. Like, I'm just trying to live here with kill, kill and kill. I'm not <laughs> trying to get involved in all of this weird watcher stuff. I could see it going both ways. What makes you think that he is the washer? Cause I feel like that's, that's really where you're headed here.
0: It is, and I think that, uh, it's funny, I can't even really hide the fact that I think that he's really, really suspicious. I just think it's weird that he won't disclose whether or not he got any letters. I feel like that's such a straightforward question. Just say yes or
1: no. Well, the original original owner of the house didn't disclose what was in the letter, and we don't think they're the watcher. Maybe people just don't want to be involved in weird stuff. I mean, we love it, right? Like, we love the macabre. (laughs) But, like, normal people trying to live in Jersey, they might be like, leave me alone. This is so
0: weird. So, at this point, moving away from Chris, the renter, and uh, his three dogs. A group of Redditors did what Reddit does best. Uh, They obsessed over Google Maps of the house to figure out who was stalking the family. The thing about Reddit is like, if you're trying to hide a secret and you give them a crumb, no, they're gonna figure it out. And they quickly started deep diving into just the Google Maps footage of 657 Boulevard. And some of these Redditor sleuths actually thought they saw a car parked out front with a man in the front seat with a camera ooh
1: this is simultaneously <sighs> so unnerving that random people on the internet can take an address and run with it Ugh, so thoroughly and just i don't know like profile a certain home I but know. at the same time hey Scooby-Doo, potentially we're uncovering clues here, you know? Like, do we we have any ID on the man? Do we have any further information except that there was a car? Was the car there often? Why is this car suspicious? (laughs) Or are we just searching for something?
0: I think we're just searching for something. I don't think that there's anything really even to go off of. No license plate. No. No anything. Just... Like, listen, we're really trying to look for clues, and I think that they saw a car, and they were like, ooh, that looks like a man in the front seat. Perhaps it's a camera he's holding, or perhaps it was a granola bar or something rectangle-shaped. We really don't know. Reddit was just desperately looking for an answer because this was baffling the internet at this point. But nothing really seemed to come of this. So thus far with suspects, we
1: don't have anything super promising. We have the Browduses, we have the Woods. I don't think anybody living there would probably send themselves these letters, or if they are, it's very coordinated. We have Chris and his three dogs who is maybe suspect, but I don't know, I'm just not convinced that there's anything there. To me, it seems like he's kind of just a private guy who probably didn't wanna be involved with the media attention. And we have somebody, a man who is sitting in a car near the address,
0: but that's it. We don't have somebody to really pin this on yet. And listen, I went into this very confident we were gonna solve the mystery. I still believe we could, Uh, but as of right now, we're we're not looking at having a, a hardcore suspect. None of these suspects are
1: gonna be a breakthrough.
0: So, the police were obviously looking into this, perhaps uh, just as hard as you and I are right now, deep diving into they could the watcher house. They could they, never. <laughs> There's no deep dive like the,
1: uh, like the Internet Urban Legends deep dive.
0: <laughs> oh, man, Internet Urban Legends. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll start taking on all all of the stuff the police can't solve, and we'll get it in like two seconds. Cold cases, um, watch out. but the, the police were looking into this. They never found anyone, and the Braddises actually hired a private investigator, and I think that that's how we're really getting a lot of our information moving forward. So we have another family who lived in 657 Boulevard. Enter the Langfords. We have Peggy, who is in her 90s, and several of her adult children all in their 60s, who lived together across the street from the Bradasses. Now, their youngest son was named Michael. He didn't work. He was very, like, reclusive and just kind of kept to himself, and he had never really had any interactions with the Braddyses, but he was kind of being looked into as a potential suspect of the Watcher. Like, perhaps this... This guy who doesn't have a job, who has a lot of time on his hands, who lives across the street from Bradis' home, he might not even have to get into a car to get over there. He might just be able to peer out his window and be like, hey, the kids are in the backyard, you know? Yo, free, it's looking like it could possibly be
1: him. Free my man Michael from suspicion. <laughs> this, this poor introvert. This poor unemployed introvert who happens to live close to this house trying to mind his business. He's like, he denies knowing anything about The Watcher and we're like, well, that's so suspicious. Meanwhile, he's like, (laughs) I don't wanna be involved either. Nobody in this neighborhood wants to be involved in this Watcher saga. I'm not hearing any evidence that Michael is involved, except that maybe he's a little weird. I mean, me too, listen. Michael might you know, be yeah. born of Hot Topic in the same way that I am, so I will <laughs> – that's what he's sounding like, right? He's like a loner. He's a bad boy Michael <laughs> in, like, this Jersey neighborhood. I don't fit in. <laughs> right. I think he's – I think he is not sounding so suspicious. It sounds like he doesn't have a job and he lives close, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, look, when you put it that way, I sound I sound really mean, the kind of – accusing michael of these crimes well it's not but you
1: accusing him it's it's people it, it is the it's private the, investigator the private investigator might be a little might be a little and, overzealous in trying to find somebody is what it's sounding like to me
0: and that kind of leads me into my question because as you know ellie uh everything is in fact a ghost everything is in fact haunted could there be something supernatural going on and there's some really interesting stuff here about the history of the Watcher house and the things around it. Actually about 10 minutes away from the Watcher house, there's a 19 room house. Can you call that a house at 19 rooms? It's mega a, mansion. A mega mansion. And this mansion is the Breeze Knoll Mansion. Now, back in 1971, a father, John List, murdered his entire family and fled from the mansion, becoming known as the Boogeyman of Westfield. And John List stayed out of the hands of authorities for 18 years. He was on the run for 18 years after committing this crime. Post-murder? Mm-hmm post mega mansion murder in the 70s 18 years they never found him oh my god this home this mansion mysteriously burnt down in 1972 so the house just burned to the ground the humongous house just burned to the ground and so i think the question is is the home of the Braddys' then, is 657 Boulevard, If we're if we're taking this horrible tragedy that happened right down the road and then looking at 657 Boulevard, could it be haunted by the ghost of John List?
1: Listen, as much as I believe in ghosts and as much as I want everything to be paranormal and as much as this is a weird coincidence 10 minutes away, I don't know. What I mean, which theory do you believe, I guess? We've got so many options at this point. I don't know if a ghost is the most likely one.
0: I think that the John List haunting theory is super interesting, super scary, sad. Like, I think that that's its own really creepy story but i also feel like if he's haunting anything it's probably like the the burned remains of his former mega mansion i don't think he's down the street <laughs> that's also necessarily. true
1: it's like if you if you are such a character why bother haunting your neighbor like yeah. 10 minutes away you would certainly be back in the one Mega Mansion. neighbor? You'd be in the Mega Mansion. <laughs> Unless, like, I, maybe somebody who lived in that house had a dog that was just, like, constantly, like, pooping in the Mega Mansion lawn. Like, that's, that's the only thing I can reason. But I, I think Ooh. as fun as it is to ponder, we can probably rule that out. Somebody's writing this letter, and I doubt it's the ghost of yeah. a former murderer who lives 10 minutes
0: away. Could this have been the Braddis family doing this for attention or money? They actually finally did sell the home in 2019 to people who have wished to remain anonymous uh, for a whopping $440,000 loss on the home. They, they sold
1: the house at a loss, a massive loss. So I'm not sure what the net gain would be here. I mean, they have small kids. They have to uproot their entire lives to move not once, but twice, losing almost half a million dollars to end up having to move again in Jersey. I just don't know what they get out of this. I'd almost be more inclined to believe it was the woods, to be honest, than I would I, I would be to believe that it was the Bradasses. They both knew they were moving. I just don't know... What the Bradasses get out of this situation if they are pretending to stalk their own themselves?
0: Home. You know, it would be it would be something if we found out that the new owners were actually Chris, the renter, and his three dogs. I really think it was him. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that. The other option, hey, is that it's it's
1: a teenager living two hours away. Listen, not my boy. What is it? My boy Michael. Mike. It's not <laughs>
0: Mike <the> Michael,
1: reckless. <laughs> it's not Michael, free my man Michael, but it could just be somebody in the neighborhood, right? That's I mean, true. ultimately all that the Watcher did, there was no, thankfully, there was no violence, there was no real crime. It was just one letter, two letters, and then potentially a couple more letters that the Bradis family received. But all we know is that they, they sent a couple of these creative writing assignments over to this family. I mean, it could be really anyone. Thankfully, like I said, nothing nothing ever panned out to be really violent or criminal or scary or tragic. It just was a little scary. But it could be anyone ultimately. And none of that these suspects are that convincing to me. I don't
0: know what I believe. I almost just feel like it was someone in the neighborhood. And, and there you have it, folks, our conclusion. We've solved the case. Uh, anyone could have done it. So, you're welcome.
1: It could have been all three of
0: Chris's dogs.
1: Or <laughs> kill, none of them at kill. all. That's right.
0: <laughs> and we'll leave that in your hands, loyal listeners. I am so curious to hear what you guys are going to think about this story. Who do you think is The Watcher. We want to follow up with you guys after the episode to find out who you think The Watcher could be. So tweet us at hashtag gruesome twosome and we will be reading through all of your responses so maybe we can solve the mystery together. I want to thank you all so much for listening. We are your hosts Lobey and Eleanor also known as the Gruesome Twosome. And we have loved diving into the world of internet urban legends with you. You can find all episodes of internet urban legends for free exclusively on Spotify.
1: Don't forget to follow the podcast so we can continue bringing you a new disturbing mystery each and every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at LowyBug and at Snitchery and support our show by following at Parcast on Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter.
0: Stay gruesome, friends. Internet Urban Legends is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler from Parcast
1: slash management and by Deanna Markoff, Avi Gandhi, Ed Simpson, Brent Montgomery from Wheelhouse DNA. Sound design by Ron Shapiro. It is produced by Jonathan Ratliff, John Cohen, and Kristen Acevedo. It is associate produced by Lexi Kiven. Research provided by Emma Gladstone and Kyle Dearborn.
0: And we're your hosts, Loie Lane and Eleanor Barnes, a.k.a. The Gruesome Twosome. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can find more chilling tales from the World Wide Web every Tuesday on Internet Urban Legends. Listen free and exclusively on Spotify.